Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Today, I am excited to have Joni Schultz uh, joining us. Joni is Group Publishing's Chief Creative Officer. She oversees the creation of groups' resources, training, and services for children's ministry, youth ministry, adult ministry, and church leadership. She's the author of numerous books, including Why Nobody Wants to Go to Church Anymore and The One Thing. She leads the teams that create groups' Bible curriculum, vacation Bible school, books, magazines, conferences, music, and training. Today, I am specifically interviewing her about I Witness, the Visual Experience Bible by Jeff White. Thanks so much for joining us, Joni. Thanks, Lauren. Great to be here. Yeah, thanks. So how did you come up with the concept for Eyewitness? Uh, well, you mentioned a little bit about what uh, I work with is a yeah. tremendous team of people who uh, work a lot with children. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we created a few years ago was a children's Bible called Friends with God. Mm-hmm. And it was a first-person story of characters, Bible story, pe- real people. Mm-hmm. And people would open up this book. It was highly art-intensive. Mm-hmm. They would read this book and say, oh, this is great. I wish there was something like this for me mm-hmm. as an adult or a teenager. Right. And so we took that really seriously and because we were hearing that multiple times. And so that was kind of the beginning of how we came with the story. So Jeff White also wrote that and he was an in-house writer with us and it's a team effort and away we went. Mm-hmm. That's such a great idea. So I love this concept, especially because I've also been writing a bunch of biblical retellings. So when you guys reached out to me, I was super excited and I read through this in like two days. It's fantastic. I love the art. So uh, tell me about that, actually. Tell me about the how the artists approached the design, because it looks like you had artists from all over the world, right? Oh, yeah. Well, in what's this whole project, you know, I think God was in it from the very beginning because guiding us, we first thought we'd have one illustrator. Yeah. And that really changed. And the more we thought about it, wouldn't it be great to use illustrators that really show different perspectives? Sure. And so we actually uh, began by uh, testing out the concept. And having some starts and stops along the way, sure. uh, reached out to a, a, an agency that we've worked with in the past in New York, okay. who has contacts with global artists, okay. amazingly talented people all over the world. Yeah, really. And so uh, they were really, really excited about illustrating the Bible, the you know the best-selling book mm-hmm. in in history. It says that we want to be a part of that, and they really helped encourage right. us too. So mm-hmm. we actually um, sent the illustrators uh, a copy of the first-person story, probably not unlike what you're writing. Like, make mm-hmm. these people real. Yeah. So we sent that to the artists along with the scriptural background, mm-hmm. which is all all these stories, everything. They're all true. We've had a Bible scholar read through all of these with us to say there's all of this is totally true to scripture. So when people read it, sometimes they'll go, whoa, 
wow, that's in the Bible? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so we sent it to the artists, and to our amazement, they began to return these very thought-provoking, inspiring, very diverse Mm -hmm. uh, pieces of art. And so that was one of the challenges our staff had, is how do you make that a cohesive Mm -hmm. one-story book? But it it worked as um, people put it together. But I love how people interpreted the stories Mm -hmm. and the emotion that instead of a dry, inaccessible book that can scare people when they look at a Bible, it can feel intimidating. Sure. And so it was really um, thrilling to see what people did with it. Mm -hmm. God's Uh talented people. Yeah, absolutely. I love the diversity, as you say, of the various different styles and how they bring the story to life. So very cool. So when it comes to first-person stories, what was the process like for bringing those to life? Oh, well, this it was, it was kind of fun. We, we actually knew that we wanted to cover key uh, people in the Bible, a lot of people that we're familiar with. In addition to, we wanted to make sure that women in the Bible were covered. Mm-hmm. And so we, we just said, who are the people that have these amazing God encounters? So we started with that and we wanted to go Old Testament to New Testament, the entire mm-hmm. Bible. Looked at that, chose the Bible people, the real people, looked at how what their encounter with God was like. Mm-hmm. And we tried to get inside, what would they be thinking and feeling? And that, so we actually looked at that and said, we identified key emotions that we said, we want to really go after that. So the whole uh, eyewitness project Mm -hmm. has this span of human, real humans, real people. I think we put people, uh, we think they're not like us. The Bible is the sacred book and they're they're not like who we are, but we want to say, no, they really are real, yeah. real people who God just relentlessly loves mm-hmm. and wants to work through us. And so we wanted to bring that humanity into it as well, as well yeah. as God's big story. Yeah, absolutely. And I found the same thing when I'm doing the, the reason I started doing the retellings in the first place was exactly that, to try to make the story come alive to me and put myself in their shoes because we've got the experiences of God working through us. And it's very helpful to rehearse those stories and those victories, but to then incorporate and learn from other people. You don't have to learn everything by the school of hard knocks, right? <laughs> you can actually get other people's experience and learn through that. And that's what the Bible's there for, to give us us that insight into who God is and his character in all of these different stories throughout the ages through the the eyes of people who are just like us absolutely oh, I love that just really makes it come alive for sure mm-hmm. so what's your biggest hope for the eyewitness bible oh boy well you know with, with all who would have ever dreamt the We'd be going through this co- crazy COVID time and right. <laughs> uh, everything has just turned our world upside down. Yeah, And in, in some ways, I felt a little discouraged along the way. Like any, pro- any project, it's like, I wish it was going faster, faster, faster. Mm-hmm. But it didn't. And now I look at this as for such a time as this, mm-hmm. that I think God all along knew this is such a great time for yeah. people to find hope mm-hmm. and encouragement right. to know that um, they're part of a bigger story. God's in control. God's got this. 
and to mm-hmm. see other people who've gone through incredible things and yes. been there right beside them. Mm-hmm. I think my hope is that at this time, yeah, uh, it's the right timing, God's timing, that people can find God's word accessible. Mm-hmm. And we have lots of stories where people, it's like a little magnet. I said, you can put it on your coffee table and people, what is this? Mm-hmm. And they're drawn to it, whether it's teenagers, even children, uh, want to look, what? look at this art, look at these pictures. And then you begin to see the story. And then you're drawn to scripture itself because you say, yep. is this in the Bible? I want to <laughs> see this. And mm-hmm. so my hope is that people see God loves them so much and mm-hmm. he's willing to take us through anything and be with us mm-hmm. all along the way. Mm-hmm. And one of the things about eyewitness that I think is really fun at the very last, I don't know if you noticed this, was your story mm-hmm. that yeah. you are an eyewitness to what yep. God is doing. Absolutely. And people can look at this and see, wow, how, how am I seeing God at work? Even though I may feel far from him or really close to him, mm-hmm. for us to do that, I think is amazing. So mm-hmm. that's my hope and prayer. Yeah, absolutely. So that um, reminds me back many years ago when I was going through a hard time, I made myself what turned into a handout that I've given to a lot of patients and it's my trusting in God handout. And the first section is write down every single time you can think of where the situation looked impossible and God came through. And then everyone you know where the situation looked impossible and God came through. And then go through all the stories in the scripture where the situation looked impossible and God came through. And then all the verses that say he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He will never change. And then all the specific promises in black and white that you can stand on. And then I always end with the the verse in James that says, give thanks in every circumstance because it will make you mature and complete lacking nothing. And when I wrote it out in my, my journal originally, it was like 16 pages long. And initially I had to read it eight or nine times a day. Every time I started noticing that my mind started going crazy. And then it was six (laughs) and then it was four times a day and then it was three. And eventually with that one thing, I'd have it and I keep coming back to it. And I've noticed that with whatever the new issue is, but that's why in the old Testament, he told the children of Israel over and over again, remind yourself, remind your children, tell them the stories, have the Ebenezer stones so that you can rehearse my goodness. And if you remember that I came through before, why would I not come through this time? And that's what I think is awesome about the, these stories because they come to life. They put people in that situation and it helps them to actually remember, no, no, he's the same. It's going to be okay. I I want that handout. (laughs) Yeah, I'll absolutely share it with you. It's definitely been very helpful for me, for sure. That is so good to keep perspective, a God perspective. Absolutely. We're we're really good at forgetting as human Mm -hmm. beings and uh, God wants us to remember. Amen. Yep. Um, and which of the stories in eyewitness would you say is the most surprising one and why? Oh, well, this is hard because a lot of them uh, like uh, make me think and refresh my uh, thinking about any of these stories. But there is one that I think was it was probably one of the riskiest stories that we did, but I love it. And it is a story that we had by Satan. I thought that was very interesting. I was like, that I did not see coming. <laughs> and it, but the Jesus temptation in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I, I'm thinking I, I can even share a couple things with that because I, I, it takes people by surprise. 
And yet it so helps you understand how Satan is after us too. And um, it's his story of tempting Jesus. But at the end of many of the stories, we have like a devotional thought where the person in the story talks directly to the reader Mm -hmm. and there's an eye to eye with Satan. Yeah. And he says, I'm not the bad guy here. (laughs) <laughs> but you people don't understand is that it's God who's holding you back. Mm. I'm trying to help you. I'm the one with all the goodies, the money, sex, dream, jobs, vacation, clothes, jewels, fame. It can all be yours. All you need to do is give me one thing, a little bit of admiration. You don't have to call it worship. I mean, you can call it worship if you want. I won't mind. Look up to me, stand in awe of me, and I can make your wildest dreams come true. Besides, God's gifts are lame. Peace, hope, forgiveness, lame, lame, lame. God says he'll love you forever, but I can love you right here, right now. And here's the best part. I'll let you love yourself more than anything or anyone else. Put yourself first. Hell, that's what I do. And it's worked out pretty well for me so far. Oh, speaking of hell, it's not nearly as bad as you think. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was really good. (laughs) So that was a surprising one. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And which one would you say is your favorite story from Eyewitness and Why? Oh, Lauren, that, I I tell you, it depends on the day. Mm -hmm. Because if you you work with people, you you care about people, and you know, we all go on these amazing journeys of like, uh, you know, so right now, I, you know, the Mary story, the Christmas story, uh, being promised, being the mom of the Savior. Mm-hmm. I love that for this season. Mm-hmm. But the cover story is Noah. And his. it's why, God. So that's relevant right now. Like, why are you doing this? What? I, I have questions. And so it really lets people ask the questions. And mm-hmm. for Noah, he says, well, okay, you're giving me a second chance. So mm-hmm. I, I love that story. Um, I, you know. Some days uh, we live in Colorado, mm-hmm. been in awe of nature, the mountains, beautiful. Yeah. Um, and so then I look at Adam and he's telling the story of creation, mm-hmm. which that is awe-inspiring for me. Sure. Or there are days when I have a lot of self-doubt and the woman caught in adultery, you know, the, that story, her perspective mm-hmm. and feeling like they're going to kill me. It's like, I'm, I'm no good. And yet I love the last line in that is something like, uh, I know Jesus came to save the world, but today he's my savior. Mm-hmm. I love personal. that. Thought too. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, you know, I, I could go on each, each of the characters there. That's why they're in the Bible. I think because mm-hmm. we could all pick one for the day or the circumstance that we're mm-hmm. in to be able to see God's just relentless love for us. And mm-hmm. he just keeps hanging on to us. Um, he cares that much. Mm-hmm, absolutely. The Jesus story, of course, is beautiful and mm-hmm. uh, hope giving. Yeah, and Jesus' character is just, in general, so compelling, and it just gives you such insight into how good God the Father is. So, yeah, absolutely. So, well, anything that you want to leave with our audience that I have not asked you? Oh boy. Well, I'd like to know what was your favorite story. Gosh. Um, well, I do think that my favorite illustration was probably the Noah. Uh-huh. Um, and that was just 
absolutely incredible. I love that one. Um, the one that's sticking out in my mind right now is Esther's story. I actually wrote a retelling of that one myself not that long ago. Uh, but at the moment, I feel like the justice aspect of it is something that I'm really clinging to <laughs> as far as what's happening in the world right now. Yes. So it's something yes. that I've really been been digging into as far as, you know, God, people could not have scripted a better play than that. It was just the absolute perfect reversal story of everything looking impossible. Yes. And then at this moment when... Um, so the King Ahasuerus, I'm not sure how to pronounce that exactly, but when he's, he can't sleep. And then the very night when Haman is going to come and ask to hang Mordecai, he can't sleep. And so he's listening to the annals and it happy. He happens to remember that Haman actually saved his life and he never rewarded him for it. Had Haman or not Haman, uh, Mordecai and had Mordecai insisted on having his own way and been angry that he wasn't honored before, the situation could have turned out very different for both him and for the Jews. But he waited and he allowed God to promote him at the perfect time. And because of it, everything turned around. And that also reminded me, there's a story that I don't think was in here, but of the Shunammite woman um, where Elisha raises her son from the dead. And seven years later, there's a famine. She leaves. She goes back to the king and she asks the king for her land and her, and not only her land, but also the proceeds of the last seven years. There's no reason for him to do this. But Gehazi, who happened to be there when Elisha rose the, the, the child from the dead, happens to be telling the king about that exact story when she comes to ask. And he's so impressed that he gives her back all the land and all the proceeds from the last seven years. It's, it's such a Kairos moment. And that's exactly what I'm thinking of in, in terms of what's happening in the world right now. God is on the move, even though for a lot of people, it, it looks dire in many, many ways, but he's working. Just hold on. And that's, that's what I'm hanging to with Esther. It's really in, we, in the in eyewitness. We share the Daniel story. I, I love that illustration where Daniel's face to face with the lion. I do too. Yeah, that <laughs> one was great. Mm -hmm. it, but I thought in all these times and places, people they weren't in the situation that they would have um, wanted or thought. But God worked mm -hmm. and worked through them and their faith. And um, it is so true that um, I think when people see these people in the Bible like themselves and like times right. mm -hmm. that we're in. I, it, it's just really powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Joni, so much for joining us and for your insight. Where can people get more information if they want to purchase this or they want more information about it? Where can they go? Yeah. Um, you can go to, well, you can go to Amazon. Uh -huh. It's an actual bestseller on Amazon. So Excellent. go to Amazon and it's a great Christmas present. Uh -huh. If people want to see more of it and know what we're talking about, uh, the website experienceeyewitness.com. Okay. Experienceeyewitness.com. And it shows uh, all pieces of the art and the whole uh, plan for this. But you know, it, it is such a perfect gift and not just for Christmas. I had mm -hmm. people tell me, I have a friend who's dying of cancer. Oh, yeah. I really want to bring her hope and mm -hmm. said, I've got to give away my copy. I've heard people say they've got a copy and then they have to give it to somebody else. Right. So it's that right. kind of book, parents who have uh, teenagers, young adult teenagers that are really questioning the faith. Right. It's a great gift for that. Absolutely. Um, so 
not only Christmas, but mm-hmm. uh, lots of opportunities. So oh, we can great. all be givers of God's word. For sure. So I will link in the show notes to both of those, the link in Amazon and also eyewitnessexperience.com for anybody who wants to check it and out. It's, it's experience eyewitness. Experience um, eyewitness.com. Okay. Yeah, I will put that in there. Excellent. Perfect. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joni. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you. So please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren Deville. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. In a recent survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.